Hello everyone, welcome back to another podcast. Here we are um, in the winter break, so it was up here, um, depending on what your definition of a break is, because there have been FA Cup games in between. Apparently it's alright for the FA to schedule those games in between, but uh, the clubs can't. Um, I'm actually all in favour, to be honest. Uh, it's just, I think some teams are <coughs> level. Um, making much more of it than they should do. Um, not a big fan uh, of what Jürgen Klopp has done and said in regards to the FA Cup competition in this window. It was bad enough when Alex Ferguson uh, pulled Manchester United out of the FA Cup altogether, but he at least cited that it was because it was supposed to be doing a favour for the English FA. Obviously it didn't, but... Um, so that that really damaged the FA Cup originally, but then, you know, what Jurgen Klopp did and said, throwing his toys out the pram, so and then by not being there to manage the under 23s, look, you can put out whatever side you want at the end of the day, right? I'm, it's up to you. We all know they're not squad players. Genuine fans know they're not squad players. These are under 23 players, brilliant, whatever. You're going to cost Shrewsbury money. Um, because their fans won't travel the way up to Anfield to watch the team play the under-23s. They want to watch them play Salah or Firmino, or at least a couple of the main stars. Um, but to not even manage the team to make a point of being on the winter break, I, you know, this guy I previously had a lot of respect for, but um, he went down on my estimations a great, a great deal with that. He's just a petulant fool. Um, Pep Guardiola, Jose Mourinho... You do go back to Arsene and Sir Alex. They never would have dreamt of doing that. Yes, Sir Alex and Arsene used to play weekend teams in Carling Cup games or League Cup games, whichever way you want to call it, um, depending on who the sponsor was at the time. But they would always at least manage the club. They were always there. It was still a first-team fixture for them. Um, but there we go. Uh, that's my thoughts on Liverpool. This is not a Liverpool podcast. Obviously, it's an Arsenal one. So... I'm not going to focus too much on the actual Burley game. Um, after the quick, we're going to have a quick interlude. Uh, what I will do is come back and basically give my thoughts again. Really, after the last pod, this is going to be another um, examination or look at how I feel and where I feel Arsenal are as a club under Mikel Arteta. Right, so, here's the thing. I think um, that we are, as a club, drawing parallels now with the Georgie Graham era. And I know it's going to sound weird, and there's going to be some people out there that listen to this that won't remember or don't know about the Georgie Graham era, but when he came in, famously, uh, he was a time to get rid of Big Name Charlie's, uh, bring the youth through, and focus on not losing matches were pretty much George's remit when he got to the club. And that's what he did. Um, Charlie Nicholas, although winning us the League Cup in his first, in George Graham's first season, uh, he was shipped out. Players like Alan Smith were brought in, Lee Dixon, Steve Bold, um, you know, good, honest pros who went on to become legends. I mean, I don't think, if you have a look, 
there are many people that George Graham brought to the club that wouldn't now be classed as legends of that football club. Um, and as much as Arsenal want to try and probably rewrite George Graham out of their history because of the Bung scandal and whatnot, if it wasn't for him and his ability as a manager, then Arsene Wenger wouldn't have walked into a club with the players in the back that he had. And uh, we probably would never have had the success and we wouldn't be in the Emirates Stadium if it was not for that. Because I'll tell you something, Arsene Wenger couldn't pick a defender out of a, time, uh, out of a lineup. And that's not me having a dig at him, it's just that's not why it was wired up for. You know, it was all about attacking play and even defenders that could, you know, like he's Lauren and and whatnot were turned into defense, defensive players. Colo Toure, although famously that was down to Martin Keown, who said that he should have a pop at him at centre-back. Uh, so what I'm saying is, this is where Mikel Arteta, I think this is the job that he's got now, um, is he's got to stop the rot, get rid of people that don't want to be at the club, and that's what he said already in his press conferences. If you don't prepare to work and knuckle down, then be prepared to leave. Now, he's not going to do that in the James transfer window, we saw, right? He wants to keep it settled there at the moment, and then he'll make his own decisions in August, at the end of the season. At the end of the season in August, sort of time. And that's fine by me. The players we've got there last year were good enough to go on attacking runs and scoring goals and unbeaten runs in the middle of the season. And... You only have to look. Right? You got you'll have some Blinkered fans out there that will turn around to you and say, "Oh, he started off in tenth, and we're still in tenth, and he's telling us that we've improved." Or you'll have other rival fans will come out and say to you, "Listen, you're going nowhere. What? You're not scoring goals. You're you're terrible. You know, I thought you were supposed to get a big manager bounce. I'm happy we didn't get the big manager bounce when Nick Arteta turned up because you've had false hope." You know, people turn up thinking this is it now, we've turned the corner massively, really quickly, and then you've only got one way to go after that, and that's down, really, because of the way we were, you start to think, oh, we're back, we've got our arsenal back. But in actual fact, when you look at it now, properly and objectively, we are probably getting our arsenal back. And in that, I mean, 1-0 to the arsenals. That's where you start from. And what McArthur has done, and you've got to give him credit for this, whether well, it's coaching team and everyone else, he's probably sacrificing flair and attacking panache at the moment to get the best out of his atta- uh, defenders. Because once we start working well as a team at the back, then that can transition. We've got the players that can transition quickly. We know we can do it, but it's just they've got to have the confidence knowing that when they do go forward, that the players at the back have, got, have literally got their backs. And when you look at it, the players that he's got are performing well, keeping clean sheets against Burnley. Um, admittedly, only Burnley, but it's Burnley away. It's a game where people will get the jitters. But you've got Mustafi and Louise. They wouldn't be anyone's first choice centre-half partnership, and there they are, keeping a clean sheet. You've got Xhaka, who, before Christmas, most Arsenal fans, me included, would have thought he'd played his last game for the club and would probably have... Hoped he played his last game for the club. I've had my say on that many times. He's come back into the fold. He's doing the right things. He's playing the game that he should be playing. He's not being asked to do something else or play a different way or anything like that. And that's made him look better. 
let's just come down with someone come down and saying to him, Arteta saying to him, just get the ball, give it. Get the ball, give it. Work like that. That's all you need to do. And yeah, you look at some of the stats and we've got in the ball and we're passing it around at the back and it's probably going nowhere and they're slow, stayed passes. But when you actually watch the style of play, we're not just passing it for the sake of passing it anymore. Around the back, which is what it felt like we were doing under Emery towards the end. It's like, well, you want me to pass out from the back, so let's, that's how we're going to do it. If, if you haven't got a target, if you haven't got a, an objective, that just becomes irrelevant. You're just passing it for the sake of passing it. Mikel Arteta's teams are squeezing control of the games. We are getting towards the 50% possession mark and above, and making sure that we are having less shots on goal than before. I think it's something like, if you had a look at the stats, it was 16.6 a game against the shot-wise under Unai Emery. And it's dropped to about 9, 9 or 10. You know, it's, it's dropped dramatically under Mikel Arteta. And the way he's done that is by keeping hold of the ball, sure, but it's doing it at the right times and in the right way to make sure that the players... It's not just done for the sake of doing it, is what I'm saying. And so... You have to have a solid base from which to start your attacks. There's no point going gung-ho at it if you're not going to have the, the back up there. And that's where we were always getting caught. It was always getting caught in the counter. You ask any Arsenal fan. From Arsenal Wenger through Freddie Emberg and Nuno Emery, we were getting caught on the break. And Mick Arteta's turned around, he's acknowledged that, and he's trying to stem that and stop that and it looks like he's doing it i said before it looks like he's the players are starting to lock out the silly mistakes that were dogging us for so long i don't know what he's doing i don't know how he's doing it but it definitely looks like that's what he's doing and you know i mentioned before about cedric suarez coming in and i think that's going to be a knock to put in the youngsters as i was saying you know comparisons again go with george graham the youngsters are going to come in and go up front Mainly, Hainsley Mate and Niles, um, Reese Nelsons, you know, uh, Saka, you know, good young Arsenal players, Martinelli, that want to do well for the club. Um, and they want to prove and they want to make it at Arsenal. They don't just be professional footballers, they want to make it at Arsenal. And I think that's what you want, that's what you need. The same for Mesut Ozil, one of my favourite players. He is, I think, out of the door next window. I don't think Mikel Arteta would have let him go this window because he wants him as part of the squad because he wants to keep that bit settled um, for now. No real upheaval. But I think he'll look to move him on and Joe Willock will play more games. And I haven't got a problem with that. I, will, I, I love that, in fact. I think that's a great idea. And so we should use this season, what's left of it now, to blood these youngsters. Why not? I said the same thing about Liverpool. Liverpool now, if they're so far ahead, 22 points in front, they've only got to win six more games, start bringing the kids through in the league now. If you're going to do it in the FA Cup, do it in the league. Is that that good? Do it in the league, get them... League. It's worth a time to get league Premier League experience for another 23 player. There's no real pressure on. Let them go out there and be in front of four houses. In the, that's the best way to do it. And if we can do that with our players, there's no pressure on. If we finish six, finish six, what will happen is you'll end up um, finishing outside Europe for the first time in 25 years, 26, 27 years. Um, 
So there'll be a different type of pressure on next year because we've got to get it back. But maybe that's what we need. We've said it all along. Genuine proper Arsenal fans have said it all along. Maybe we need to come out all together. Stop focusing on all these things. It didn't do Leicester and Chelsea any harm. You know, financially we'll be all right. Especially if it's only for one season. And if it means we can get back at the top table again, maybe that's what you've got to do. You have to, you have to, do, you have to go all rocky about it. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep going forward. That's how winning's done. And maybe that's what we've got to do now. Keep taking the hits. Keep taking the body shots. But keep moving. Keep getting off the floor. One more round. That's all we've got to do. And I genuinely think there are green shoots there. And I genuinely think that Arsenal have got a reason to... Arsenal fans have got a reason to be happy. Of course it could all go wrong in next season and maybe Mikel might get find out. We don't know. But no one knows. And he can't be any worse than the performances under Unai Emery, can they? Which every Arsenal fan will admit to you were rubbish. And it was horrible to go there towards the end again. Because he'd lost his way. Uh, I genuinely think that Mikel Arteta won't lose his way. He won't lose sight of who he is as a coach and what he wants his team to do. And I think that's going to be a big thing. Um, and he's going to have his players around him next year. He'll get his full coaching staff in and whatnot. And he'll have a different club. And if he's making us hard to beat already now, imagine what it's going to be like when he's got his players in. And they want to play for him. I, I'm excited. I have to say I'm excited. Even by a nil-nil draw of Burnley away. Because I can see green shoots. I can see improvement. I can see desire and determination. And that's all it's ever been for me. It's never been about winning trophies. It's lovely to do it. That's not why I support Arsenal. I started supporting Arsenal way back in the mid to late 80s when, you know, we weren't winning trophies. We weren't even close to winning trophies. George Graham turned up and suddenly they started to trickle in. So, you know, we're, we used to say it couldn't happen again. Football was cyclical. You know, when I grew up, Liverpool were the team to beat. They win everything. What's happening now? Man United were nowhere when I was a kid. What's happening now? So who knows? Who's to say it don't come down again? Who's to say we don't get another replay where it's Arsenal or Liverpool going for the title again? Who knows? And that's the beauty of being a football fan, isn't it? Because we don't know. We don't know what's around the corner as a, as a fan. All it's going to take is one little click, one ignition to spark and bang. We're on fire and we're off and we're running. And that's what you live for. The, the, the glory times in terms of watching your team, enjoying playing football, ultimately winning trophies at the end of the day, probably with the style of football that you're playing, but having it be of fun and enjoyable to watch and be around your pub. And uh, I think that's where we're headed now.